everybody. This is Beck. The Ben starts now. Welcome to The Ben. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, or Beck. A huge thank you to those who brought you today's show. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Join Team U away every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Wolf Auctioneers. Mickey's Mustard. Are you feeling hot and sassy? Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Ranch House Coffee. Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. RFD TV. RFD TV now. And the Cowboy Channel. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Get a hold of me anytime at 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. I was told I need to be much quieter. And let you do your show and not interrupt you. Look at him. All right. We've got a lot to cover. I'm behaving. Oh, my gosh. We've got a lot to cover today. And remember, everything we do on The Bend is about getting out, enjoying life, sometimes starting over. So if you have a tale to share, I am all ears. Remember, call me at 305-900-BEND. I know I just gave you these things, but I want to hear from you. You can leave me a message, and then also you can find us all over social media. Email bendradioshow at gmail.com. That sound means it's time to shine a little spotlight. I want to first say thank you to listener Jason Jones, a wildfire firefighter captain, for bringing this to our attention here on The Bend. Today's spotlight is on the Eric Marsh Foundation for Wildland Firefighters and their families. If you remember, there was a movie a few years back called Only the Brave that starred Josh Brolin as Eric Marsh. It was based on a true story. Eric Marsh, he was the superintendent of the Granite Mountain Hotshots. He died along with 18 of his crew members on June 30th, 2013, while fighting the Yarnell Hill Fire. The Eric Marsh Foundation is a nonprofit organization where donations are made to firefighters injured in the line of duty, families of those lost in the line of duty, first responders impacted, and they award scholarships to those wishing to attend Wildland Fire Academies, as well as many other positive acts of kindness. Now, the reason I am bringing this up, look at what so many of us have gone through with SNOVID-21. I know you might not have heard of that. Some people are calling this SNOVID-21. Anyway, many of us are on thawed or some are still dealing with the aftermath But remember those people that fought hard to get the power turned back on, pipes unthawed, ranchers feeding cattle, we were some of them, keeping livestock alive, first responders, linemen, firefighters, and the list goes on and on. If you want to donate, that is great, and I so appreciate that you would be willing to do so. But just a word of thanks goes a long way too. Remember that, a word of thanks. There are local organizations right in your community, town, region, that sure could use some words of praise or, like I said, even a donation. I just wanted to bring this up as a way of saying thanks to all, encouraging you to do the same. Now, I will have more information about the Eric Marsh Foundation on The Bend Facebook page, and you can find it at looking at at The Bend Show. 
should you want more details about their great organization. But here's what I would really like to give me a call 305-900-BEND. Remember to leave a message or reach out to us and let us know how you thanked your local crews that helped you out. It is about time we all start spreading some good news and some hope. Sit back and enjoy the news. In past episodes, I have shared how states saw increases in recreational activities. Just received the latest from Montana. Officials from Montana State Parks reported a record number of visitors in 2020, noting there was a 30% increase from 2019, despite temporary closures and declines in group activities at some facilities due to COVID-19. Montana State Parks went on to report state park visitation reached 3.4 million people. Adding park attendance has increased 83% over the last decade. The largest monthly increase in 2020 over 2019 was 65% in March, when the state parks had 57,000 more visitors than the same month the year before. Montana State Park officials went on to say the reported visitation data was based on reported estimates from 45 of Montana's 55 state parks. Last week, we had a news headline about the snowmobiling boom, the largest in over two decades, and have also heard reports on how ski resorts are packed due to the pandemic restrictions causing people to head into new terrain and explore the backcountry. We love this and your ambitions to try something new, but we have a few words of caution. There have been recent reports of avalanches from across the country taking lives from Alaska to Utah to Maine. I hate to be reporting on this, but we have to help get the word out. At the first of the year, I had a great conversation with avalanche scientist Dr. Carl Berkland, the director of the National Avalanche Center, and he shared how people needed to be prepared if they are venturing in avalanche-prone country. Dr. Berkland is back with us to share an update on avalanche season. The big news that we have that's really unfortunate is that we have had fatalities. These included quadruple fatality in Utah, triple fatalities in Colorado and in Alaska, and single fatality accidents in New Hampshire, Montana, Washington, California, Colorado, and uh, Utah. So really widespread. Um, We had very widespread dangerous avalanche conditions, and that led to this uh, cluster of of really unfortunate accidents. If folks want to get more information or if you want more information, you can look at avalanche.org, look under accidents. There'll be a summary of the accidents and links to the, uh, the accident reports. I guess I'd like to just remind people to be safe. If they're going outside the ski areas and going into the backcountry, and anyone going into avalanche train in the backcountry needs to do three things. You need to get the forecast, so get the current avalanche forecast for your area from avalanche.org. You need to get the gear, so you need avalanche rescue gear like a beacon, a probe, and a shovel, and you need to get the training. So you need to take an avalanche course Learn how to use that rescue gear. Learn how to um, recognize when the conditions are dangerous and when the conditions are good to go. And hopefully everyone can stay safe out there. Thank you, Dr. Carl, for the update. Since I spoke with Carl, I got word that avalanche-related fatalities have jumped to at least 25 
and unfortunately those numbers may increase as the search for survivors continues. The governor of Colorado just released a special advisory warning that large, wide, and long-running natural and human-triggered avalanches are likely. Folks, I'd like you to remember that whenever you are out on an adventure in new terrain, especially avalanche or backcountry terrain, use the buddy system. Help out those search and rescue teams and let somebody know the whereabouts you're exploring and for how long you plan to be gone, whether it is a few hours or a few days. Time, in many cases, is the one thing we cannot take for granted. Remember, before heading to the backcountry to get that latest avalanche forecast. For that and more information on training and gear, head to the National Avalanche Center website, avalanche.org. Again, that site covers all the National Avalanche Centers across the U.S., and you can always contact me to do the snooping around. After the break, we head to the ranch and hear the story of raising boys who love the outdoors. Stick around, you won't want to miss this. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now, current ag reports, geo-targeted weather, live streaming 24-7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV now. This is Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard. If you're like me, you love your condiments. So, are you feeling hot and sassy? Digging something sweet and zesty? Mickey's Mustard has it all. Mickey's is 100% all-natural mustard sauce made with banana peppers. And get this, it's fat-free to boot. Shop at Mickey's. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S. Mickey'sMustard.com. Ain't nothing like it, and it's straight from the heart of Texas. I love this stuff. I ate the whole bottle in like two days. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to be noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. They do it all for us. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow on Facebook at Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Hashtag catch back if you can. Welcome back. We all have stories, and hopefully we can look back on some of them and laugh and smile. Oh yeah, now we can laugh. Maybe at the time, not so. We have one of those today, which I am sure many of you moms, sisters, aunts, whomever can relate to. So to start, let's introduce all of you to some of my posse. Get to know Beck a little more. Joining today is my sister-in-law, Paula Jo Warner, a rancher, businesswoman, a wife, and a mother to three amazing boys. Yes, you caught me. I'm bragging up on my nephews. Paula, thanks for agreeing to this or not, kind of not, but you know, you always are supportive. I heard that my nephew Blue had a little bit of a hiccup this last fall on a hunt that had gotten you a little worried. I've heard his version. Now I'd love to hear your side of the story. He had been asking me all day if he can go out hunting, if he can go out hunting. And I kept saying, no, it's too windy. It's too windy. Your dad's not here. You're not going. And I finally caved. And he said, Mom, I'm going to go over there, drive really slow, 
on the four wheeler and and he said he'll be home when it's dark. I said, Fine, just go. And night time came and my other son came in and didn't hear anything from Blue. Getting kinda irritated and waiting. Five, ten, fifteen minutes, and pretty soon Hank started getting concerned and said, Mom, you better go look for him. And I was cozy on the couch and I'm like, Oh god. All right. I'm going to go look for him and I'm going to meet him on the way and I'm going to be really upset when I see him. I'm going to tell him, see, I told you not to go. And as I'm driving over to the ranch, taking the back way through the prairie, thinking about all the things I'm going to say, <laughs> say to him. And um, pretty soon I, I don't see any headlights. And I get a little farther and pretty soon my anger starts turning to worry. And as I go further... My worry turns to panic, and now I'm just praying that <laughs> my son is alive somewhere and that he's not hurt, and I don't know exactly where his ground blind is, and um, get down to the shop, and I'm getting the four-wheeler out, and I was so panicked, I didn't even know how to start it almost, and I couldn't figure out how to turn the headlights on. And I'm just absolutely beside myself thinking how I'm going to have to call my husband and tell him that Blue got hurt. And and this is exactly why I didn't want him going by himself. And I started just being super mad and angry with myself. Here comes down my mother-in-law side by side. And I thought she was going to see who was <laughs> in her shop getting stuff out around 9, 9.30. And here it was Blue who drove down. And at that moment, I was so relieved <laughs> that I just started, I fell on my knees and I started bawling because I was so happy that he was alive. And then when, <laughs> once I realized he was okay, then I got mad <laughs> and he got in trouble. And I told him, you don't go hunting without your phone. And when you say you're going to be home at dark, be home at dark. So he has... Yet to go back to that blind way across the ranch. He now has to hunt closer to home. It was a little more than in trouble, okay? <laughs> it was screaming and threatening me about ever hunting again. You have a pretty special mom. I do. And for the people out there, don't get out of your blind when there's deer in front of you. I don't know if she's going to let you go hunting at all. That was his excuse, is that he couldn't leave because there was deer there, and he couldn't scare him away. I asked him if it was worth it scaring his mom to death. No, it was but not worth it, and I never got to go back there anyways, so no, it was not worth it. So curious, you grew up with all sisters. Did you ever foresee a life with this many boys in it? I mean, we all chased him when we were younger, and then now raising a Wonderful crew of gentlemen, let me tell you. Yes, I may be a little bit impartial to them, but Paula, did you ever see yourself raising this many boys and this type of a lifestyle? You know, I thought for sure that I was going to have a girl. I come from a family of three girls, and I knew it for sure that I was going to have a girl. And before I was even married, I was at a garage sale one time, and I saw these cute little red Mary Jane shoes for like a toddler, and I bought them knowing that I was going to get to use them one day. Turns out the Lord had different ideas for me, and I have three awesome little boys, and I honestly can't imagine it any other way. 
they make me feel like a princess. And as my husband says, I'm enough princess for this house. <laughs> but yeah, as far as this lifestyle, I actually always really did want to live on a ranch. I didn't think it'd be so close to my original house. I thought I'd be in Montana somewhere, married to the cowboy of my dreams. Turned out he was in my backyard. <laughs> so yes, I wouldn't trade it. And look at all the extra knowledge you've gained. I mean, from Mary Jane's shoes to 30-odd six bullets to, I don't know. What, what do you, would you say is the craziest thing you found in your dryer? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Definitely 22 shells. Or not, I mean, that's the, what I find the most of. That's not the craziest. That's all day, every day. I said, I do. I say, they remind me of <laughs> mouse droppings. Because they're just everywhere. So like my little boys and mouse droppings, they're just everywhere they are. There are 22 shells everywhere. As far as the strangest thing I've ever found. Um, Have you ever had to double check their backpacks for anything crazy? Trying to sneak it off to school? <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, well, we had to do distant learning this past spring. And the teacher wanted all the kids to show something that they had been doing over the weekend. and. <laughs> Hank gets all excited. He looks at me, goes, Mom, can I go get it? <sighs> I said, All right, go ahead. Kid runs out to the freezer, comes back with his weasel that he had just shot. <laughs> so there's the dead weasel on the Zoom meeting making a presence. <laughs> his teacher emailed me later and said, I love country kids. That made my whole day. <laughs> You just made me very proud, Hank. <laughs> well, Paula, I know you're you're an outdoorsy person yourself. Are, are there any things you've gotten into maybe that you would or would like to in the future that just kind of the boys have pushed you and in ways now you find yourself wanting to get more into? Yeah, I you know, I Blue's been trying to get me to shoot bow with him for a while and I thought that that is actually something that I maybe could get into. Not very handy with a rifle, I'll tell you that. So maybe bow hunting would be more up my alley. I love going with and I love being outside with them. Trying to keep up with them is <laughs> it's turning out to be more and more challenging as they get older because I can't throw a football quite as well as them and I can't even run as fast as them anymore. <laughs> Thank you again, Paula Joe. You do. You really amaze me with what you're doing with these boys. And I am right there with you. I can't throw a ball further than them anymore. And I definitely can't run any faster than them anymore, even though I don't like to admit it. But yes, I am right there with you. And everyone, I have a feeling that you're going to all get to know my posse a whole lot more. And I hope you enjoyed these stories because I enjoyed hearing her side of the stories too on this. Because believe me, these boys are the first to call me and let me know their side. And I love checking in with the parents. Now, Blue, who we heard from first, is 13 and in the seventh grade. He is into the whole rodeo thing. So, of course, yes, he's Tigger Shadow, Toothpick and all. Hank, the little weasel slayer, which I am still giggling about. He is 10 and in fourth grade. And then Reese, he is a very competitive six. And lastly is Adam, who is a great father, husband, and brother. That's just part of my clan, and we'll get to know the rest later on. 
With spring break adventures to spring turkey season to good fishing holes on the list and the list goes on and on, folks, if you have some great stories to share, reach out. You just might end up on the show too. Remember, call anytime. 305-900-BEND, 305-900-2363 or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Stick around, everyone. We'll be back with more of The Bend right after this. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. Hello, I'm Shane Wolf of Wolf Auctioneers. Our family has been in agriculture for over a century and in the auction business since 1964. With our knowledge of the land, competitive bidding, and experience in marketing, we will no doubt reach the highest potential of your land. Visit our website at wolfauctioneers.com for land and equipment auctioneers. Under Dan 50, sold. Pro Rodeo fans, watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Before I turn you all loose, let me tell you about Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. I know that was a mouthful. Let me say it one more time. Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. The bite is on in South Dakota. Check out Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service on Facebook for year-round guiding and tips on extreme walleye fishing. Updates every week on what you need to know to land those keepers. That's Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. I always have a great time when I'm there. Welcome back. Received an email from a listener, Morgan from Tennessee. Let me read this email. Hi, Beck. Enjoyed the camo debate a few weeks back. And with spring turkey season around the corner, I have a question. This will be my first time hunting a turkey. From my understanding, they have excellent eyesight. What are some things to consider when choosing the right camo or is camo needed? Great show. Keep it up. Morgan from Tennessee. Morgan, thank you for that email. I've got you covered. On the line, I have with us Renee Ernest from True Timber Camo that's going to help us answer his question. Renee? Turkey hunting is one of my favorite seasons, so I'm happy to talk turkey. Turkey's eyesight is absolutely amazing, so camouflage is key for turkey hunters, you've got to, to camouflage your whole outfit. It's not just wearing the shirt and the pants. You've got to have the gloves and the face mask and everything to really conceal you because if anything is out of the normal, they know it. <laughs> oh, that is They're... great. You brought that up because I was going to ask because then there's always the other debate about camo. Does it truly need to be head to toe? 
Absolutely, it does, especially with turkey season, is very important. You've got to break up your outline. Um, You do not want to have a silhouette or they are going to pick you out. You've hunted turkeys, Rebecca. (laughs) You know, it just takes one to pick its head up and take off. (laughs) That is true, and they tend to be in a flock, so once one goes, they all go. And it just breaks your heart. You're like, no, it was so close. And it could just be shifting your head down into the scope of the gun, and they catch that slight movement. So anything we can do to really help break up our outline and camouflage ourselves is going to be key. First off, Morgan, thank you for reaching out with that great question, and happy to hear you are listening to the show. Second, Renee, always enjoy talking turkey with this gal. For those wanting more information about True Timber Camo, head to truetimber.com. You will find they have the hunting camo to have you geared up for all the seasons. Again, head to truetimber.com. In the crosshairs today is a recipe that caught my eye. This one comes from Jeremiah Doughty. He's a member of the National Wild Turkey Federation, and he came up with, listen to this, wild turkey Mexican pizza. First off, Mexican pizza is a little different. I've had it. It's great, but wild turkey on my pizza? Well, his recipe is pretty special too, as it can be used with not just wild turkey, but actually any kind of wild game that you grind up. And I will be, by the way, posting this full recipe on my Facebook page. So just to kind of give you the gist of it, the crust will be made out of tortillas. You can use corn or flour. You will also end up browning all of your meat ahead of time before you assemble your pizza, which then will, you know, shorten your baking time of this as well. If you're thinking like I am, gosh, a tortilla, that wouldn't take long to bake. So all of these different steps will be on the site. If you have some out of the ordinary recipes that you think we should consider, try in our kitchen, send them my way. And if you go and create some of these recipes like the wild turkey Mexican pizza, take a couple of pictures, post them on my Facebook page, and then we can all see and enjoy and get creative together. Again, find me on Facebook at The Bend Show. A huge thank you to everyone who came around The Bend producer and sound engineer jeff tigger Earhart. i was quiet the entire time see everybody ha the avalanche season update from dr carl berkland from the national avalanche center our guest today paula joe warner you've got this boy mom thing down listener morgan from tennessee keep sending in those turkey questions and renee Ernest from true timber camo for jumping in to answer and to listener jason jones for putting the eric marsh foundation for wildland firefighters in our spotlight our partners wolf auctioneers ranch house coffee mickey's mustard downtown threads oklahoma ultimate outdoor adventures tv Loeb's lake oahe guide service rfd tv and the cowboy channel Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at, that's at A with a circle, at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.